Hi guys, I'm Teresa Caesar, your host of Heart to Talk the Podcast. Thank you for tuning in today to listen to my fourth episode. Have you ever heard of uh, Elizabeth Cady Stanton? Well, she was an American social activist, a leading figure of the early women's rights movement. She has this awesome quote that just resonates. It goes like this, self-development is a higher duty over self-sacrifice. Wow, right? You almost want to say that to yourself again. But anyways, I believe that it is your number one job to cultivate and nurture your self-worth and your happiness every day. You need to be the one to fill your cup. And anything else that gets poured in is just a bonus. That brings me to today's guest, Jessie Carroll. She will share with us how she discovered her self-worth, inner power, and passions. However, it wasn't always the case for her. She will then go in to describe how she struggled with low self-esteem and felt love by doing the things that other people wanted or expected her to do. Then while working in this high-paying corporate job, she started getting the whispers. You know that gut feeling that something just isn't feeling right? Leading with the nudges of her soul and along with applying some introspective work, Jessie will tell how she has become known today as Jessie Carroll Design. I bring to you my conversation with the empowered, authentic, and mindful interior designer. Hey, Jesse! Thank you so much for joining me today. I am so thrilled to have you as my guest. Hey, I'm so excited to be here. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. So I got to know you on the Captivate platform. You were an instructor and each week, every Saturday, you would show and tell all about what you do, which is design. You are incredible. You were so fascinating. I thought I have to get on the podcast. Um, But so I'm really excited for you to share how you became Jesse Carroll Design. Were you always a designer? Can you tell like what inspired you, how you became who you are today? Yeah, absolutely. And I feel like I kind of need to give a slight backstory because, yeah, definitely have not always been Jesse Carroll design. Like to back it up a bit, I've always been the girl that lacked so much confidence. Like from the way I walked, I even had kind of a kind of hump in my back. (laughs) I didn't even realize like I just was always hunched. The words I spoke about myself were very poor. The tone of my voice, even it was always very shaky, Um, hating myself. I kind of had this internal battle, wishing that I could be someone else, not feeling good in my skin, and just this lingering lack of self-confidence. And I think it honestly probably stemmed from a lot of trauma growing up. That's a whole other thing. And I think a lot of women especially deal with that. But, you know, when you're super unconfident, you a lot of times can live your life based off of what you think others want from you because that's how you feel love. That's how you think you're going to be loved and appreciated in the world. I got a degree that I thought I was supposed to get, uh, wasn't passionate about it at all. I just wasn't thinking bigger than that. So I had a very limited scope. And then after college and through college, I was doing jobs that I thought I was supposed to do because they paid really well. Well, at the time, <laughs> you know, at the time, $10 an hour is like, I'm making so much money. Um, but so what that led me to was focusing on chasing money uh, versus feeling happy and um, fulfilled in life. And so, you know, I was hitting my money goals and success fast. I hit six figures in my mid twenties. And, you know, at the time I was thinking that was, you know, all I was supposed to do. But there was kind of this lingering feeling of just being unhappy, you know, really questioning my purpose, 
I was just never really understanding who is Jesse. I never actually did a lot of soul searching to understand, you know, what lights me up? What do I enjoy? I think because of that lack of just self-knowledge and awareness and digging into who I am, I kept going down this rabbit hole of just feeling um, really just out of control of my own life. I didn't harness my own power. So, uh, you know, a big word that I love to use in Jesse Carroll design is the word empowered, because that's so not who I was. I'll get to this later, but I do incorporate a lot of empowering techniques into the, the work that I do to help others in that way. So during the last couple of years of my corporate life, I just started really feeling like there was more I was supposed to do. And I don't know if you've ever experienced this or maybe other listeners have experienced this, but sometimes things like your body just is trying to tell you something so bad and you're not listening. And so things just keep getting louder. You know, those whispers keep getting louder and louder. And so I was sitting at my desk, literally just my body would get so hot and heated. And I, this is really gross, but I ended up getting what looked like a blister on my wrist. And that was just from stress. And I still have a scar from it. And so it's, it's actually kind of feels like a battle wound now where I can I look love that, Jesse. Yeah, you can look back at it now and be like, that's a, I survived. I've changed my life. <laughs> it's a constant reminder, which is uh, kind of interesting. I was just sitting there so uncomfortable in my own skin. So when I wasn't working, I was pretty much digging into um, introspective work. I was doing a lot of getting to know, know myself on a very spiritual level. And what are my passions? So um, essentially what I started doing during my reflection is just always going back to design. I started realizing, you know, through all of my areas that I really struggled with personally, in order to stay sane and to keep myself feeling positive, I, I actually would always go back to creating a nurturing environment. You know, probably around the time I was seven, my mom always encouraged me to just create. A, she was really, really um, encouraging. So I always had a theme room. I always made my room my own. And so that was just a natural ability that I started playing with and just doing for fun for myself as I you know, went throughout life. So eventually, people just started commenting and saying things. You know, whenever they'd come over, they'd be like, wow your place is really nice. Or how did you do that? Can you help me? You should totally do my apartment. Like I need you there. You know, people say things enough times casually and it kind of gets you thinking like, okay, well, I feel like I might have something here. So when, you know, now coming back to this time where I'm feeling like there's more for me, it's time for me to do something else with my life. I can feel it. My body's screaming at me. I'm coming back to those moments of, feeling, where do I feel naturally gifted? Where do I feel like it doesn't actually take me a ton of effort to get a great result? I can have natural conversations where my words actually help people instead of feeling robotic. So by by bringing all this together, I started brainstorming what is now Jesse Carroll Design. It hit me one day. I was like, wait, I, I think I can do this. I think I can bring peaceful, mindful decorating to people. And so once I got that idea... I wanted to build off the momentum of that idea. I didn't want to let it go because I don't know if you've ever read the book. I think it's called Big Magic by Elizabeth Gilbert, but she talks about how ideas are gifts that we're given. You want to be thank- thankful for them showing up for you. So to do that, you honor them by speaking of them, by growing them, by birthing them. And so for me, the way I did that was I just started telling everybody around me, about this idea. I started using words that were attractive to me. So I used words like mindful, 
intentional, authentic, nurturing. And then I used it in regards to space, like home design. And I just literally just told everyone I could tell. I just wanted to understand, you know, do I still have something here? Is this something that people are excited about? But at the end of the day, what mattered is that I was excited about it. For the first time in years, I had something that I felt so strongly about and was so excited to share that I couldn't shut up about it. (laughs) And that is what momentum is. It's that energy inside of us that just we can't help but radiate to the world. Although people did have a need and they want to feel nurtured in their space, they're looking to have that in an affordable way. A lot of people were sharing with me that this sounds great, but this is a luxury that isn't accessible to me. Or they were saying, you know, I'm really intimidated by the process. I don't even know where to start. So what I did was I I took that information and that feedback and I used it to create a business model that was authentic to me, but then also different than what people had seen before. My business model is centered around being affordable and accessible design that not only allows you to feel like you can escape in your space, which is my mantra. Also, I'm 100% virtual. I started virtual because of COVID, and that's been a silver lining. That's allowed me to um, have a larger audience for what I do. So I even got to help a friend in the Netherlands with her home that she just moved into. So in my consultations, in my work with my clients, I'm teaching them how to do this. I'm not just going in and decorating their home for them and then, you know, hiding all my secrets and just saying, oh, it's magic. Here's what we've done. It's like, no, I'm going to empower you. I'm going to teach you what I know so that way you can break it down for yourself and go from there after working with me and say, you know what? I actually have another room I want to work on. I think I'm going to go for it. I'm going to give it a try. I'm super proud of what I've built and what I'm building because it's an experience. Do you have an example of how you implement the mindfulness? That's what I love, love about what you do. Yeah. Oh, I love that question. Um, There's a few ways I do it. um, But the first example that came to mind is I'm learning about feng shui a lot. And it deals with essentially moving energy in your favor to create fortune in your life in all these different areas. So when I'm working with people, I'm incorporating a lot of those techniques. And so we start out by getting in touch with our own energy. We create some heat and you could even do this now. You know, you take your hands and rub them together and you create that heat. And then you put it on your body and you, you feel that heat you've created. And that's, that's all around you. So when I'm working with people, I'm getting them in touch with themselves first. And we're doing a slight introspection of just sitting with ourselves, taking it in. I'm educating on the energies of the spaces and just working with that and then talking about mental blocks that we can experience as to why we don't have the home we want to have or why our home is cluttered all the time and we can't seem to escape it. You know, so we're kind of moving through that thought process and moving through like starting with ourselves and then going to the stories that we're creating. Would you agree or disagree that a lot of people aren't happy with their homes and they probably don't realize that maybe they live in a house that's cluttered or whatever attachment or detachment? Do you think that affects your happiness as a person? Yeah, absolutely. I would say a lot of it is very subconscious. A lot of times these things are habits that we're forming that we don't even realize. And it can be due to feeling a sense of attachment to items that we didn't even realize we were attached to. But really, it's the memory that we experience when we first receive the item or purchase the item. So it's a lot of reprogramming and reflecting on why we have the things in our homes that we do. But yes, I think we're not even aware. The damage of that is that when your home 
doesn't quite feel nurturing, but you don't really know why, you're carrying that into every other area of your life. So it does have a trickle effect. And so what we have to do is we have to realize that our homes are our home base. It's our foundation for the rest of our lives and every other pillar that we experience. So if we don't take care of that, we essentially are telling ourselves, even subconsciously, that we, we don't matter, <laughs> like that, that it's okay that the rest of our life isn't feeling great. I love it. Is there anything else you want to share about your brand, your mission, anything else in regards to any upcoming goals or things we might hear about you someday? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. You know, I'm really excited because as I'm diving deeper into this work and connecting with more amazing people, primarily women is who I've been working with, but through those conversations, because a big part of the work that I do is discussing our mindsets and it's discussing, again, the mental blocks that we experience. I'm actually now realizing there's a bigger need here than just decorating our homes in a way that feels good and incorporates energy healing. I'm continuing to grow this and to do this, but I'm also going to be diving into my life coaching certification and building another program uh, and offering to share. So I, you know, there's more to come on that in the next couple of months, but so excited about that. That's really exciting. And I could see that would be such a powerhouse duo, right? The, you know, your home and then having the coaching because it goes hand in hand, 100%. It does, yeah. And I can't wait to because in both, I'm going to be talking about the other offerings. So in my home uh, decorating service that I offer, you know, we're breaking it down to mindset. So that way you can have long-term lasting uh, results. And then when I'm talking about my uh, life coaching offering, we're going to bring these same concepts into our home. Decluttering the the mind also can be reflected in decluttering your home. So you're going to get both no matter which capacity you work with me Um, because yes, they both translate so well into each other. I'm excited and I can't wait for upcoming fun coaching from you. Um, you. Okay. So we are going to go ahead and close up our episode per tradition with the three questions. The first one, Tell us, what's the best advice you've ever gotten? Oh, I always get so nervous for these (laughs) because they're like rapid fire. (laughs) Yeah. So best advice. I've always found that the best advice is often the simplest. It's kind of those aha moments. And for me, when I heard this, this really spoke to me. It said, your pain is your purpose. And for me, that just means like the experiences you have are for a reason, you know, you're supposed to go that, through that. You specifically are supposed to because you can turn that into something beautiful. I agree. I love it. And second one, what's your favorite quote? Ooh, um, so this one, again, another simple piece of advice. And this is like when I heard this, it, I, it was one of those things that immediately evoked emotions that put me in this really empowered state of mind. So it says, you are a masterpiece. Act like it. Oh, that's good. Quote with a oomph. And the last question, what's your favorite book? Okay, so I actually have two, if that's Oh, I love it. Two. So I have two. They're very they're both spiritual. Uh, so I'll just put that disclaimer on the top of this. But one is called Making Life Easy by Christian Northrup. And another one is called You Can Heal Your Life by Louise Hay. And essentially both of those are just helping you to simplify your life and regain your own personal power and sense of worth because um, they're showing you that life isn't just happening, 
you know, to you, but for you. And, you know, we have the power to really co-create whatever experience we want to have. And so I just thought these books are really motivating in a way that helps you take steps tangibly, you know, not just take in all this information and then feel overwhelmed. They actually show you how to get your power back. So I really love these ones. I love it. Great books. Well, thank you so much for being a guest. I'm so honored. You are all the words that you want to emulate in your work as far as approachable, you're mindful, you're authentic, and I'm excited to see all the amazing things you're going to do. Thank you so much for having me. It's been such a, a pleasure and an honor. I hope you enjoyed listening to my conversation with Jesse Carroll. If you liked what you heard, please hit subscribe and tell your friends. For show notes and more information on how you can contact Jesse Carroll, visit www.hearttotalk.com or you can find me on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter for more information and updates. I'll be back in two weeks.